0: Fighter, Cee-lo. I, like the, I like the early sounds of it. Yeah. Come on. I'm probably bosh to this. No, you are.
1: <laughs>
0: this is good, good tune. Uh, Jerry's not here today. Jerry I was with his son playing baseball down at Ripkin. Yeah. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Well, he'll be hosting. In place of Mr. Boomer size, How about that? So Look I've forward to it. So I've got CeeLo with me today. Uh, the Foo Fighters did announce a new drummer, by the way. Uh, Taylor Hawkins passed away right, uh, uh, some time ago, and now they're going to go on tour. They have a new jum- uh, drummer, Josh Freeze. And what's his resume? I'll tell you. This is all you need to know, CeeLo. All right. This man toured with the Replacements when they went on tour. About nine years ago. All right, so he's got the chops. Got the chops. This guy's played with everybody. He's... I mean, how could you not? You're joining the Foo Fighters. Yeah, no, this guy. Dave Grohl's history
1: as a drummer himself.
0: Yeah, this guy's. This guy is the guy. There was no doubt about it. I think Excellent. this guy's played with like Prince, and uh, the, right. he's played some with Bruce Springsteen in the studio, a legit touring. Oh, not just tour. yeah, okay, studio as studio, well. Studio right.
1: touring, accomplished, very
0: musician. accomplished, very nice. Absolutely, I'm a very big fan of his. So, uh, good, hey, good for you. Hey, good now, for you. Let's talk about this Yankee situation, Celo. I said I was a little confused about Aaron Boone getting tossed before uh, 12 o'clock uh, even struck <laughs> yesterday. He got him. So I thought he was going to be excited for going back to Cincinnati. He very well may have been, but listen, <laughs> he's got a team to manage, and uh, he gets tossed. Now, why did he get tossed? What was his argument? You really don't know. Well, I, I the highlights think... package didn't make no, that didn't. evident to you. Well, here's what it, here's what I saw. Okay, you, you saw, tell me what you saw, and then right. we will go from there. All right. I saw a fly ball uh, heading towards uh, to right field, uh, going uh, foul. Yes. And I saw who was out there Jake in right Bowers. field, Jake Bowers. Goes in and he uh, hit touches the ball before it goes foul, it looks like. Right. Uh, but, the, but the ball was called foul. Correct. By the first base umpire. By the first base umpire. So then, upon further review, turns out the ball was touched in fair territory, fair ball, and they allowed uh, the runner on second to score? I forget now if
1: it was first or second, but yes, allowing the runner to score... From the Reds. ...after the review... That is what set Boone off. And Boone's argument was what? That once you've called foul ball and the play is dead on the field, you know, my outfield, the rest of the team, they stop playing. So we don't have the ability to, you know, relay the ball in to attempt to get the runner out at home. I see. Yes. Now it becomes a discretionary umpire's discretion. So I'm assuming they, they looked at the video, see where the runner was, but there was still some question as to that. So he was clearly bothered that, not only did they blow the call to begin with, which, yes, it technically worked in the Yankees' favor had the call stood. They called it foul. It wasn't foul. But then they decided, yeah, we'll let the runner come on home, too. And that's what set him off, and he blew the gasket, and he started, you know, who knows what he said initially. But yeah. once he got run... The ump even took his hat off. Yes, and they, yeah. I yeah, thought that they was
0: they could, an aggressive <laughs> move by the umpire. Yeah, Yeah. So taking his own hat little, off. That
1: had a little old school feel to it. Yes, you know, like Earl Weaver used to get in there. Now Boone didn't take the hat off, but the crew chief. Yes, um, a bald fellow, Brian, Brian O'Nora, I think. He looked like a veteran. Well, the crew chief always is. Oh, He's the veteran, usually sense. of the umpiring crew. Yeah. Yeah. So they got they got after each other pretty good.
0: And the Reds <laughs> a manager Sunday morning. The Reds manager got tossed Friday. Correct. Whether he get tossed stuff? Because, sticky stuff well, situation, and you know
1: what? Uh, I, listen, this the was more, Clark Schmidt. Yeah, the more this keeps happening, and I saw a Clark Schmidt explanation after what did he, he say? said, "I got nothing to hide." So, and I and I do understand. It, this will sound silly to you, but I, I, knowing a little bit about baseball equipment, I kind of get it. So, his what he was saying was his glove. All right, the inside of like the wrist where the wrist is has he called it fur. So a lot of sometimes these gloves these days they have like a it's like that fake wool a soft yeah or whatever you want to call it yeah so his claim was that <laughs> between sweat and the rosin which he's a- allowed to use that the, that MLB provides same issue we had with Max Scherzer sweat and rosin sweat and rosin that it it basically had a buildup on his wrist where it was like black and sticky so sweat rosin and fur And the fur right <laughs> and it made a mark on his not his. Not his pitching hand, his throwing wrist, on okay. his glove hand wrist. And that's what the umpires deemed needed to be washed off. And the umps were happy with that being washed off. I guess. He went in. There was a little delay. He cleaned it off. He came back out. And then once he was allowed to continue, is was when the, what is it,
0: David Bell? David Bell, yeah. You know, he Red's lost it and was like,
1: well, wait a second. And, and I and I understand it from his perspective. It's like, you deemed there was there was something enough that you, and the same thing happened with Domingo Herman the first time. Yeah when he wasn't ejected right? whatever it was a few days or a week before the Scherzer incident um, except his i think was on the, if i recall correctly was on the throwing hand so i don't know all of this, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of red flags here with the yankees and the stuff that's going on but i think david Cohn made this point i think it was the night after the herman got himself ejected and i agree with this like the, it's becoming one of these arbitrary situations how much is too much how much is not where on the body like they've got to come up with some sort of You're going to provide some sort of substance to the pitchers. Like they have to figure out a way to sort of even the field. And I'm not saying it's easy. And I get it. At first, it probably worked. And as with anything else, every team's looking for an edge. Oh, okay. They're providing us with the rise. Let's see how much we can get away with. Full right. well knowing they're going to get checked also, by the
0: way. They're like a scientist. They're like, what if we mix rosin with my sweat and this fur in my glove? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do we use that to our advantage? Or if so. I put it on the back of my neck. Yeah. Isn't that, wasn't that what Herman did a couple years ago? I don't even remember. Any. There's been so it was many either him instances or... with yeah. him now. It's enough. It <laughs> one of the Yankee pitchers that had, like, stuff on the back of his no. neck.
1: That was Michael Pineda. Oh, Pineda. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, Michael Pineda. Where's he at? Uh... I don't even know. Where'd
1: he go? Is he in the is he in the game anymore this year? I, he Probably bounced not. Around a little I, bit. I've he not heard twins. his name. Just Google, Just Google it. Google it. Yeah.
0: Let's see. I did see. Uh, this he spent
1: uh, last year with the Tigers, and he has no stats as of this year. No, I'm not sure he's not pitching good. in the minors or not.
0: All right. Well, we hardly knew you, ye, yeah, Michael Pineda. Right. Yeah uh, now, the Yankees, uh, good news for you, CeeLo, being a Yankee fan. Aaron Hicks is gone.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it, interesting. That gone for good or? Well, designated for assignment, they have 10 days to trade him or put him on, like, outright waivers. Um, no one's going to pick up that contract. That, so that's not happening. Okay. And I think I could be wrong on this. I believe his veteran status allows him to, like, basically say no to being sent to the minors for the – it's Probably. coming to an end. I think it's going to end with so his you- release after ten days, and then he'll be free to sign wherever and whichever team signed him. It would be you know for the minimum, and the Yankees owe him whatever. They- it's twenty seven million and change through the end of 2025. So
0: he will not be taking
1: another swing in a Yankee uniform. Uh, I I, think hell might have to freeze over yeah. in order for that to happen. And Yankee yeah. fans were happy about this, you think? I would say the m- far majority, I think the only thing that angered Yankee fans probably is that it took so long to get to this point. What's interesting to me is that ultimately what ended it for him was this acquisition of Greg Allen from the Red Sox. So the Yankees finally decided, like, okay, we're we want to – we are not going to continue to carry Aaron Hicks's dead weight at the expense of some bit outfielders. Greg Allen, Jake Bowers, Willie Calhoun. So they decided all those guys who are sort of, you know, 4A slash bench slash role players, that had more value to them than keeping Hicks around and continuing to essentially run him out there just because he makes a decent amount of money.
0: And what do you think Yankee fans' overall picture of Aaron Hicks' is, uh when looking back. At his, like, the full, yeah. the, the big picture, Cause the step not, back. Because he's not a douchey guy. He seemed like a very nice guy. Yeah. I No, definitely not douchey. Yeah. I, I like think, Josh J- Donaldson, we'd say, kind of a douchey, right? <laughs> he, he also hasn't been here as long. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say this about Hicks. It He definitely complained publicly and privately as things went south. And, you know, his playing time was cut into. and But he just, he wasn't performing. So if I look at the big picture, it started with promise health and availability was always the issue. And the Yankees decided to pay him after he had, you know, a pretty decent year on the upside and the potential of what he could be coming into his prime. And it backfired. I remember they extended him and they extended Luis Severino. Now Severino has been more successful than Hicks was, but they both missed a ton of time. So those contracts, when you look at them individually, have not worked out the way the Yankees wanted but in baseball it's and because of the Yankees and their payroll ability it's sort of like and this is not like a salary cap situation oh my god Aaron Hicks can't can't fit anyone else under the cap cuz he's here but it didn't it didn't work out he got hurt a ton and then it, once he came back and you know was playing regularly i think i saw over the last i don't know two plus seasons he hit like 200 with awful power numbers, and then he became a poor, not poor, but a not as good a defensive outfielder as he once was. I like that he got one last sweet swing and home run in. Right, that was, was the cool. other thing. He comes off a game where I think he had three, was it three hits? He had the home run. His arm and left also saved a run in a ball game. Uh, the game, what was it, uh, Thursday night, I think, where Ryan Weber came in in the seventh with the bases loaded. I think, uh, was that a Cortez game? And... He got out of the inning. It was like three hard hit balls. Hicks caught one and his arm stopped the runner from scoring from third. And then Harrison Bader ran down a couple as well. So the the timing of it was interesting. After all this, all the discussion we've had for how long about why is he still on this team? Why is he still on this team? All of a sudden he played a couple decent games. Right. But
0: now that probably gives him a little bit of hope. I still got it. Well, that's what Boone was nice giving there.
1: you. Got I, he's got to answer the questions and say something. He's like, "Yeah, oh, maybe a change of the old, a little change of scenery."
0: Absolutely. Apparently,
1: Hicks. Well, you know, when they got into the clubhouse on, I guess it was Saturday. I Think it was Saturday. The you know, hit wet eyes. Clearly was upset, emotional. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, don't want to kick a guy when he's down. No. But mm-hmm. you know what? He got paid handsomely and will continue to get those signed checks. Absolutely, from Hal Steinbrenner. That's got to be sweet. Yeah.
0: And Just he can go play home, elsewhere, collecting checks, or he can go
1: play, or go play, and whoever Still collect th- checks signs him to the minimum. You know they, that that off the Yankees would deduct that. But are you talking about what a few hundred less than a million bucks?
0: Man, what if he comes back to haunt the Yankees I in the playoffs? Don't, I don't
1: foresee that. Oh baby, I don't see that
0: happening? Hicks in the Bronx off a of Garrett Cole in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> mad, yeah,
1: first <laughs> oh, inning. My. Well, now he wouldn't be batting in the first inning. Upper deck.
0: <laughs> Upper deck
1: shot. So we can close the book on that All right. situation Closed. in that era.
0: Aaron Hicks. We hardly knew ye. Good riddance. Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break here, Silo, because when we come back, I want to do a little bit of basketball, a little bit of football. Don't, uh, don't leave. We need to get to the golf. And a little bit of golf. Let's Normally, do that. Normally,
1: we wouldn't say that. This morning, we need
0: to get to the golf. Oh, uh, Let's do this. Quick basketball, uh, golf, quick football. Okay. And then Boomer and Geo right at six o'clock. They'll be right here live.